Hello and welcome to another episode of With Religion Behind Me, the podcast where I, Javier, will share stories and experiences of my life growing up as a Jehovah's Witness and how now without said religion or any religion for that matter, uh, my views and takes on the world uh, have changed. Um, Well, first of all, thank you for coming back to the pod. I know the last episode was a little longer than uh, normal, um, but I hope you enjoyed or at least were able to understand now what I mean when I say I grew up a Jehovah's Witness. And I do apologize if you did get shit-faced because you did decide to play the drinking game. Uh, I am working on that phrase to not say it as much, so bear with me. Um, But anyways, Let's get into the pod. Let's get into the topic today. So today we're going to be talking about college um, or higher learning. Now, I know that nowadays the idea of college is not what it used to be. Um, And I say that now, too, with coming from a perspective of not having religion in my life. um, I also kind of understand why a lot of people these days, um, you know, we live in 2022 now, um, there are many ways to make a living without a college education. Um, very lucrative livings, you could say. Uh, social media is definitely um, taken over um, our lives. So there are definitely ways that shit kids um, can make incomes that uh, us as adults never dreamed of. All because of social media and streaming and gaming, all these things that when we were younger, uh, Jehovah's Witness or not, you, I'm sure, probably remember at some point your parents saying, you can't make a living playing video games, you know, uh, well, shit, who would have thought, yeah, apparently you can, um, and you can make quite a good living, um, but at the time, I think that statement was, you know, to try to, to try to push you know, kids to, you know, pay attention in school and, and, um, you know, pursue, you know, an education and have a stable job and and shit like that. Um, but obviously the world is different now. Um, but for the sake of this episode, we are going to talk about college and we are going to, um, talk as if we were in the 1990s and early two thousands where these, um, lucrative careers without college were still not, um, quite as, um, you know, thought of. Um, Obviously, there have always been careers that um, are very lucrative without a college education. Um, You could be uh, a musical artist, you could be um, a writer, you could, um, you know, be an actor, actress. Um, So not to say that there's never been, you know, a time where you could have made a living without it without a higher education but for the sake of this pod we're going to just kind of talk in normal in normal standards um so keep in mind we're talking the 90s early 2000s we're talking just normal standards uh typically college would still be considered very important it would be considered something that you needed to make sure you paid attention in school got good grades if you didn't get good grades you know that was going to affect what kind of school you could get into which therefore could affect um, what kind of education you would get, and that would then in turn lead to what kind of job you would get. And, you know, the idea was the better the education, the better the job, uh, therefore the better the income, all of that, right? Okay, so what does 
college have to do with me having grown up a Jehovah's Witness and my perspective and view and all that shit changed? Well, quite simply, it's because as a Jehovah's Witness, I wasn't really supposed to think about college. Um, I don't know if you remember, if you're uh, a listener from the beginning, um, when I talked about um, in episode... When I talked about it in episode two, holy shit, man, I haven't even done these many episodes and I couldn't remember what episode. I am so fucking dumb. Episode two, I take the trash out with confidence. I talked about uh, how my parents would pull me out of school to go to Mexico, right? So if my parents were concerned about my going to college, would they be pulling me um, from school? you know, for weeks at a time to go to Mexico? Probably not. But that's where we're going to talk about that today. Um, College is not something that I really ever heard much of growing up. Now, I heard about it in school, obviously. In school, you know, in the world, as we talked about in in the episode where um, I tell you about my growing up at Joe's Witness. In the world, worldly takes, worldly views... I heard a lot about college uh, when I was in elementary, middle school, high school, definitely heard all about college. But what I say when I'm referring to that I didn't hear about college, I'm talking about, you know, at home with my parents uh, in the in the church in, or, you know, when I'd go to meetings, um, you know, there was never a talk about, you know, to the youth of the congregation. Hey, remember to get good grades and, and go to a good college. No. None of that was ever discussed. As a matter of fact, as a youth in the congregation, your goals should always have been goals based on um, your service to Jehovah. So instead of going to college, what a youth in the congregation was expected to do is, as soon as they were done with high school, to begin um, preaching full time in the ministry. Now, and I say that interestingly because there's a part of me that almost even kind of wonders if they even really would have cared that you finished high school. It's, it's so weird, man. Like it's, it's almost like they didn't give a shit about your education. They just wanted you to start preaching full time, you know, 90 hours a month. Um, obviously more, that's just the minimum. Obviously if you preached more, they, they would love that. Um, you know, the other thing, too, that they really would push a lot is, you know, get a part-time job. A part-time job, you know, no more than, you know, 15, 20 hours a week um, and, you know, use the rest of your time to preach. Those 15, 20 hours, you know, working, you know, an office job, um, something that would allow your schedule to to preach as much as possible. Um, you know, take that little bit of income and use that to buy your gas and buy your food. Um, Because the other thing that they would push is like, you know, if you were if you were a youth, don't don't move out. Just live at home, live at home. That way, you know, your parents are helping you with, you know, not having to pay rent. And you can use the little bit of money you make working, um, you know, to to afford your gas. Because, again, as we talked about uh, in the previous episode, um, there is no funding when you're a Jehovah's Witness, there is no petty cash fund for gas and for food and expenses. No, it's it's all volunteer. So, um, you know, it was always pushed like, hey, save money, live at home, 
you know, why, why move out? Um, just stay, stay at home and have your expenses paid for you basically and work a little bit so you can pay for gas and for food. That was it. There was never any, any talk of college. Now, here's where I can see a little bit of what they were trying to do. Um, the big thing was always use your youth to serve Jehovah, right? Use your youth to, to serve the Lord and, you know, your stamina when you're, when you're younger is better, you know, you, you know, because preaching, you know, depending, you know, what kind of territory you're working, you know, it involved a lot of walking, you know, um, so, you know, use your youth, um, you know, obviously, you know, when you're younger, you just have more energy, you're able to stay out longer, um, walk around longer, um, but here's my concern now that I'm not in religion and I, you know, see things differently. I can understand that during your youth, yeah, okay, serve, serve Jehovah, the Lord, and, and, and use your youth, right? But what happens when you want to start a family, you know? Um, what are you going to do? You can't provide for your family with a 15 to 20 hour job. And even if your spouse also has a job working 15 to 20 hours, that's the equivalent of one full time position. This isn't the fucking 1950s anymore. We all know this. We cannot survive on one income. You know, nowadays you got to have both, both people in, in a relationship working. Um, it's just, it's just not feasible to think that somebody, you know, could work 15, 20 hours and support a family. Now, why do I, why do I bring up the family aspect? Well, keep in mind now we're going to jump into this topic a little bit later in another episode. So I'm not going to go into it too much, but Jehovah's witness obviously don't believe in sex before marriage. So if you're thinking of having a family, you got to get married, right? You can't have sex before marriage and the youth man can get pretty, pretty fucking horny, right? So do you really, I'm not saying it doesn't happen. I, I know growing up, I had, um, you know, brothers and sisters that I knew in the congregation that I was friends with that were older and they were single and not married, you know? So I'm not saying somebody can't make it to, to 25, 30 years old, 35 years old, um, without being married. Um, the difference is there's no sex before marriage. So in the world, again, you know, that mentality of if you're not a Jehovah's Witness, you're just the in the world. You're a worldly person. So in the world, you know, marriage doesn't mean anything. It's if you're married or not married, you can have sex, right? So you can have sex before marriage. Now, obviously, there are other religions besides Jehovah's Witness that, you know, have that same, you know, no sex before marriage. But you know, I'm just using Jehovah's Witness as an example. So if, you know, you aren't married, that doesn't mean you're not having sex. To a Jehovah's Witness, to not be married is to mean not having sex, not even dating. And dating, and again, we'll get into this a lot more in detail, but with Jehovah's Witness, dating is not just to date. Dating is to get married. So there is almost like a timeline. So if you start dating somebody, if you've been dating for six months, there's going to start being questions about how serious you are in this relationship. Now, this is kind of fucking crazy to me now, like being older and everything like six months. Like that's when you're when you're, you know, when you're 18, 19, 20 years old, six months, you don't even know who the fuck you are yet. 
And in six months, I'm supposed to determine if this person is who I'm going to spend my rest of my life with. Again, that's a whole nother topic. And we'll, we'll talk about that one for sure. But in this case, all I'm trying to, um, you know, talk about this is to understand that if you're going to have a family, you know, you have to be married. So that means you got to provide for, you know, your wife and for your children. So what happens if even say you do that at 25, 26? Okay, so you graduated high school, about 18 years old, and you're supposed to um, give your life to serving the Lord. So now you're doing that for two, three, four, five years. But now you want to get married and, and have a family. Well, again, speaking in terms of the 1990s and early 2000s where YouTube didn't exist, podcasting didn't exist, you know, social media fame didn't exist. It really was believed that the best way that you were going to succeed in in the business world, in the financial world, in the healthcare world was to have a college education. So now if you don't have a college education, you're simply a high school graduate. And as we know now, that is one of the toughest incomes you know, to come is to just only have a high school diploma. You know, that means you're looking at entry level positions. Um, and that's kind of hard to sustain a family with. So I say all that because I get the concept of, you know, use your youth to serve, you know, the Lord. But what happens when your youth is over and you have nothing to fall back on? That's kind of the area that I now look at with concern. Now, again, separating what we know today that, you know, sometimes there's some studies can show that actually, you know, getting a college education nowadays might not be as important or might not be as good of an investment as it used to be. Um, set that aside. It's just kind of baffling to think that you would be expected to not have a backup plan. Okay. Um, now, interestingly, if you listen to the last episode, school was a huge part of my growing up as a Jehovah's Witness, but not the school that we're talking about, you know, higher learning and college and universities. We're talking about the theocratic ministry school. That school was everything. That school was absolutely important. That's the school that you needed to be focusing on. In all seriousness, I was talking to my buddy the other day. Um, we were on, we were just on a call and talking and you know kind of like we always do somehow we always jump on a call and end up reminiscing about you know especially now that i'm doing this pod you know we're always talking about you know stuff and and we're, so we're always remembering things and i remember telling him one day when we were talking about how it was weird that like my parents never asked me hey did you do your homework hey we're going to the meeting tonight did you do your homework before we leave now keep in mind i'm in school right from basically 7 a.m to about 3.30, pretty standard, right? And meetings during the week, because unlike other religions, Jehovah's Witness don't meet just once once on Sundays. There is a Sunday meeting at the time. Now, I do know that before I, you know, officially left religion and left all that behind, I do know that they did switch a little bit of a format. There used to be a um, two meetings during the week. And for our congregation, it was Wednesday night and Monday night. The Monday night was um, uh, uh, book study, 
So there was a per, uh, certain publication that was always chosen um, to study. And then when you were done with that particular publication, a new one was announced that, you know, so it was basically like a group study of a particular publication. That was Monday. That was for an hour for our for my congregation at the time. That was from um, seven o'clock to eight o'clock at night. Then Wednesdays was the theocratic ministry school and um, the service service meeting um, that ran from seven o'clock to nine o'clock at night. Remember, I'm in school and I'm going to these things during the week. Now, I know not every parent and not every child had a bedtime, but, you know, stereotypically, you know, kids typically have a bedtime during the school school year. Right. You know, maybe eight o'clock or eight thirty, you know, just make sure you get good rest. So you're ready to go for the next day for school. And here I am nine o'clock just finishing up church, just finishing up a meeting, still got to, you know, drive home and then, you know, you know, get ready for bed. I'm, I might not be going to bed till about 10, 1030. Um, so I would come home from school and I'm supposed to be getting ready to go to one of these meetings. And even on the nights that there was no meeting. So Tuesday, Thursday, and Friday, when I tell you that those are supposed to be off nights, dude, there's no fucking off night being a Jehovah's Witness. I had to make sure I was doing my personal study. I had to make sure I was reading my Bible every day. You know, it was like just, you know, eat, sleep, breathe religion. You know, and there was, I mean, I'm not saying I never watched TV or I never, you know, played a video game. I'm just saying that the reality of how much was expected of me to do Bible stuff is now that I look back at it, man, pretty fucking ridiculous. Um, but yeah, I, I legitimately, and I, and you know, I'm not trying to like shit on my parents and, and, you know, I'm not trying to say they were bad parents or anything, but they never, they never asked me, Hey, Javier, before we leave for the meeting tonight, do you have your homework done? You know, and, and, you know, like, you know, going out to school, there were projects. There was times where I had big projects. Now, Grant, I'm not saying, like, I'm supposed to leave it for the last second. So, you know, in theory, I should have been working on it, you know, in chunks so that, you know, when it got close to the due date, all I had to do was kind of put it all together and finalize everything. Um, but regardless, I mean, projects, it wasn't always just a simple, you know, read a couple of chapters or do this, you know, um, study guide or whatever, like. There was things that involved, you know, a lot of time and effort. And those were never things that they asked about. But you can fucking bet they were asking, hey, did you do your personal study? Did you, you know, did you study for tonight's meeting? Because that's the other thing. Okay, holy shit. The other thing about this is it wasn't even enough that I was supposed to go to these meetings during the week. You had to be prepared to go to these meetings. So it wasn't like you just went to church that night and heard, you know, the elder or the pastor, whatever you want to call him, you know, talk for an hour or two and, and, oh yeah, praise the Lord. Oh, you know, sing the song. No, you had to be prepared. You had to study to go to this meeting because there was a lot of parts of the meeting that were participation, question and answer. We talked about the theocratic ministry school. So if I was assigned to talk, I had to make sure I was ready to give that talk. So instead of working on schoolwork, I was working on my theocratic ministry school talk because, you know, 
in everybody's eyes, that was more important. Who cares if I didn't turn my project in, but damn be if I'm going to miss my talk. Okay, so you start to see what wasn't. What was considered important was anything that had to do with the meetings and theocratic ministry school and doing my personal study and doing my and, and studying for the meeting like it's it's not even that you had to go to the meeting it's that you had to study for it you had to be prepared for it so fuck like not only are you taking me to this meeting that is taking two hours of my night but i had to prepare ahead of time for it and that's the only stuff that was ever asked if i had done you know, I grad like I graduated high school, but at the same time, like I wasn't a 4.0 student by any means, you know. So would things have been different if like my goals were actually education related? Like if I had set a goal to be a 4.0 student and I would have had my parents support by like, hey, do you have your homework done? Hey, do you need any help with your homework? Instead, it was all Bible, 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 Bible right? I've read the Bible so many fucking times in my life. You know, that's why even though like I'm out of religion, a lot of times when somebody is talking about something, like I know what they're talking about. I can recite Bible scriptures too. Do I choose to? No, I really don't. I sometimes just pretend like I don't, I've never read it, but in my head, I know exactly what they're talking about, or I know where I could, you know, pull up something to, to talk about. I just don't want to. I'm so over that part of my life. I, I did it for so long that I don't want to anymore. But looking back, you know, did that hurt any chance I, I have at a better education? Now, as an adult, I tried college. I've tried it. I'm actually in, I'm actually in school now. I'm trying it again. I, this would be my third attempt at school. First time I did pretty good. And then I failed miserably. Um, and I'm not blaming my parents because obviously I was an adult and I had my own choices and stuff, but it does also kind of in my head kind of contribute that I never ever had any kind of accountability growing up about like my schoolwork. And so here I was an adult trying to do college classes and it was like, I, I don't know what accountability is. I never was, you know, I never had to like show my parents that I had my homework done. That's why I'm saying like I did graduate. I'm not saying I never did my homework, but definitely like if I hadn't done my homework, my parents would have never known. Like you got other kids who like, you know, they have to show their parents their homework is done before they can go outside and play or go out and hang out with their friends. They have to have their homework done. Man, the only thing that my parents ever cared about was did I read the Bible? That's all. Like it's so fucking stupid. And so like now that I'm that I'm in in school, I I struggle because I they didn't have that like accountability. So it's hard for me to suddenly get that switch as an adult. So I've attempted school two times before this. First time I did pretty good for a couple of semesters and then I just started struggling. Um, then my, my, you know, my dad did pass away and then a lot more stuff. And, and really actually I, I won't get into it right now. It'll be its own separate thing. But when my dad died, um, that's actually when things started to really escalate to where I no longer um, was a witness and, and left that all behind. It was after my, my father passed. So when my father passed, I was in school 
he passed. I'm going through all this shit in my head. My, you know, my dad just died and I'm starting to really have feelings and doubts and concerns and just opening my eyes up. And so, you know, school kind of really took a hit. Then I tried it again, uh, but I was on the road. Um, it was, it was one of those online universities and it, I won't name it, but it was one of those online new universities. The format for it was horrible for somebody like me with no accountability experience. So ended up doing really bad. Um, I did, you know, end up getting a lot of credits, but I, I definitely didn't do it as good as I could have really. I mean, shit by now I could, I should have a fucking master's degree at this point by with how many, how many years have gone by, but needless to say, I'm in school again. I'm, I'm giving it another chance. It's never too late to try. Um, however, as a Jehovah's witness, college is not something that was pushed which is why I'm talking about it now because I am in school. Now that I don't have religion in my life, I want to get that degree. I want to be able to support my family, um, you know, with a, with a better life. Now, obviously nowadays there's other venues, other ways, you know, that you can uh, succeed in doing that. However, I still want to get, you know, a college degree. I still want to, you know, prove to myself that I can do it. Um, I want to make up for, you know, everything that I failed in the past. Um, but I just think it's interesting that something as, I don't want to say wholesome, but something as non-threatening um, as college, you know, it, it set aside the whole drinking, you know, underage drinking and partying and drugs and sexual misconduct and all that shit that like, you know, stereotypical ideas of college that movies always portray, right? So is that big party and, and all the sex and, and all the drugs, forget all that. The reason that as a Jehovah's witness, they didn't want you to go to college is because to go to college meant that you had worldly aspirations, worldly, as in you weren't a Jehovah's witness. So what you aspired what you aspire as a non-Jehovah's Witness is, 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 is not right. So you could be a 4.0 student, right? Trying to get your master's in business or in healthcare or in law or anything like that. You never, you've never touched a cigarette in your life. Never had a, a sip of beer. Never, you know, smoked or do any drugs. But because you go to college, because you're in the world, your aspirations and goals are considered wrong. And so as a Jehovah's witness, you should not aspire to be of the world. Instead, live at home, pay very, very minimal amount of anything other than gas and food and go preach all day. That's all you're supposed to do. And in school, if they talk about college, you, you know, put your hands over your ears. Don't listen to any of that shit. That's just Satan trying to get you, you know, to have a higher education. Like, it's so fucked up. College, you know, like I said, set aside all the drugs and partying. It, it was literally just they don't want you to do anything other than preach. But I'm in I'm in school now. So without with religion behind me, I have decided to go to school. I have decided again to go to school. And then I decided again to go to school. So this is my third time in school. But regardless, I'm going to do it. I'm going to finish one of these fucking times I'm going to finish. Okay. Um, but with religion behind me, I go to college. And I'm going to teach my kids that 
if they want to go to college, go to college. If they want to go to college for something that might might potentially not make them a lot of money, okay. But if that's what they want to do, then that's what they want to do, right? I'm not going to stop them from doing that. Now, if they don't want to go to college because they want to start their own business or, um, you know, they want to have a YouTube channel or a podcast or anything like that, I'm also not going to stop them. I'm not going to make them go to to college. They're going to do what is right for them. But... What my problem with all this is that I wasn't given that choice. My um, only choice was you have to preach full time as a youth, not go to not go to school. Don't do any of that shit. That's that's so wrong. It is so wrong that you want to get a higher higher education to support your family in the future. So with religion behind me, I go to college, please. Uh, let me know what you think of this episode. Let me know what your thoughts are on college. I want to know, um, am I the only one that thinks that nowadays college is actually not as critical as it used to be? Um, let me know what your what your thoughts are on that. Um, let me know at withreligionbehindme at gmail.com. Uh, let me know what you thought of, of what Jehovah's Witness think of college. Um, and then let me know if you have any other questions or, or any other um, issues you would like to hear about. Um, and then I can share them based on my stories and experiences. So I want to thank you again for listening. Um, and if you're out there thinking about going back to school, no matter how old you are, um, just remember this. Don't go, don't go to back to school. That's, that's wanting aspirations that are absolutely wrong. Okay. You need to go back home, live with your parents, and preach full-time. Remember that, okay? That's the only thing you need to do with your life. All right, have a good night, everybody.